0: do 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 do, 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 do.
1: Re de re, y señor de señores gloria. Hallelujah. Cristo, principe de paz gloria. Hallelujah. It is 9.02 a.m. Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023 A.D. Anno Domini 2023, the year of our Lord. And we're going to have a fun show, I think. Hopefully. Um, I want to comment on a a call from a couple of Fridays ago on American Anchor, baby. About God's name. That was interesting, actually. I didn't expect it to be interesting. I started to roll my eyes, but no. Um, And false history. Celebrating evil. Celebrating evil. RBG. Is it the notorious RBG? Red, blue, green? Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Who's uh, getting a, t- a stamp. The Emily- Emily's List Senator. I may talk a little bit about m- more about that. And the Beautiful South. Some false history and false assumptions about history that I would like to correct based on some YouTube comments from the Hake Report YouTube channel. I like to read the- that stuff. Could T-Swift sway the 2024 election? Interesting question by a, a competing network. Uh, called News Nation. Leland Vittert, who has interviewed JLP in the past, asked the question of uh, un unimpressed, supposedly, Chris Cuomo. Is it unim is he truly unimpressed or is he jealous? <laughs> and listen to Sleepy Joe Biden. He's warning about the MAGA extremists. The MAGA extremists. So bad. And I would like, if I have time, to get to this Baltimore Tech CEO murder, the details. You know, I like to cover at least one horrific story a day. (laughs) And it's a horrific story. It's terrible. By the way, somebody was requesting that I cover this other journalist who got killed in his own house slash apartment, whatever, in Philly, who was a liberal LGBT mocker of... The notion that crime is out of control in the cities, and it was out of control in his own house, and he died. I don't know if I'll get to that. But hopefully all that, guys, and your calls, if you would like to call in. And we're going to be on time, these network hosts of ours, Joel Friday TV and American Anchor Baby, right after those two after Hake, right? But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with... The Show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hey
2: Quipboard, the Hey Quipboard, La La La. Oh, it's the Hey Quipboard, the Hey Quipboard, La La La. Hey guys! Oh, oh it's the Hey Quipboard, the Hey Quipboard, La La La.
1: So, how y'all doing? I'm fine. I like my orange t-shirt. I need to wash it. But, uh, not because of the smell. It smells great. But, um, there's a little... Anyway, it's nice. Not un- Unfortunately, it's not 100% cotton. Whatever. Um, has a... It's either a wolf or a fox or a coyote. Coyote. Not the kind that transport illegals. Or something. So wait. Before I get to calls, you can call in, guys. 1-888-775-3773. You know, American Anchor Baby. You guys familiar with him? Nico? Nicolas? Nick stream? On Fridays, 4 p.m. Pacific. They're fun. There was a great point that I heard a couple of weekends ago from an interesting caller who talked about who started by asking questions, what is God's name? And the the way that we use the word God is sort of a category he called it. And in uh, the Bible, God, the God above all the God of all, the one true God, said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Little g, right? Little g. um, And so, there were other gods, is what that was implying, but none before God. Not true gods. Perhaps false gods. And... The Pharisees or somebody, one of those people who were counter signaling Jesus back in the day when Jesus was around in person, in the flesh. They were saying, you're calling God, your father, making you equal with God. And Jesus quoted the Old uh, Testament, I believe, saying, is it not written, I have said ye are God's? Whoa. And I always sort of glossed over that. And to this day I still gloss over that. Since I don't know what it means, I gloss over it. What I mean by gloss over it is I leave it as I don't know what it means. Ye are gods. But isn't that interesting? I found it sort of interesting. And I also found it interesting that these people who say, oh, Jesus is God rather than the son of God. Oh, he's God, the son. They get it backwards. God, the son. No, he's son of God. Um, They read Jesus's words just like the intellectuals who hated Jesus back in the day. Huh. Except these are intellectuals who think they're accepting Jesus. They read' them, they read Jesus just like the Pharisees read Jesus, which is to say they rejected what he actually said and made assumptions and false interpretations. perhaps seems to be what happened. Just a little side note that I wanted to mention there um Now, uh, let's get into some of the news before I get to calls, guys. uh, False history, speaking of intellectuals twisting up reality, twisting it all up and celebrating evil, calling evil good and good evil. Uh, This RGB, RBG, I don't know, Ruth Beta Ginsburg, not a Christian, by the way, Not even alive anymore. Rest in peace, I guess. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was honored on a new postage stamp. And I have a couple of pictures of this stamp thing and her granddaughter. I mentioned this in Hague News at the end of our two of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Um, CNN Politics said that she was honored with a new stamp. Uh... Show those pictures. There it is. This is the granddaughter talking to some gal on Kami nonsense network CNN. And it says, RBG's legacy. A female, really pro-abortion, very unchristian, so-called Supreme Court justice, who wanted, who said, we would achieve equality when all, when the Supreme Court is filled with all women. Then we will have achieved equality. Because... Since it was, and it's a clever point from this unchristian gal who's dead now. Because for decades and hundreds of years, it was all men running the court. So equality would mean all women running the court for decades and hundreds of years. Running it into the ground. (laughs) Uh, And so... In the foreground is this gal in black, this young lady in black, I use the term a little bit loosely, Clara Sperra, Abortion activist. She's an abortion activist. Talking about her grandma. At the evil ACLU re- reproductive freedom mess. Clara Sperra, Talking about her grandma. Abortion care. Trans people's right to live freely. People's right to vote. No such thing. Our freedoms are at stake, and we need you with us. Catch American Anchor Baby's show yesterday. He talked about the so-called right to vote. That was pretty based. <laughs> uh, didn't come to conclusions because, we well, don't know, I don't know. Uh, Clara Spera is an equal justice works legal fellow. Is a woman a, can a woman be a fellow? I thought fellow meant man, but maybe it's kind of like guys. It's either way. With the ACLU's Reproductive Freedom Project, focusing on expanding access to care. Care is meaning kill the baby, right? I guess. Or uh, prevent, have it getting, uh, prevent getting pregnant particularly for low-income women, using a variety of innovative legal and advocacy mechanisms. There's a critical time when there's substantial risk that the Supreme Court could decimate the right to an abortion. Oh, no, they actually are for killing the baby. Crazy. So that's that gal who's uh, the granddaughter of the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was president at Harvard Law Students for Reproductive Justice. That just makes me think even less of Harvard Law School that they would have a Students for Reproductive Justice. There's no such thing as reproductive justice. No such thing. Reproductive justice. Reproductive justice would mean the woman can't kill the man's kid. That would be what justice would be. They have no... They throw around that... They abuse that word. They R-word that word. Ape it. Minor correction on, minor clarification on all of my use of R-word and S-word you all yesterday. Because a frequent viewer, a regular viewer, JibJab, was like, uh, you know, nobody. He's all jib jab nobody. He's in my chat. Great guy. He's called in. Uh, you can take that thing down thank you uh, Hassan yesterday I was talking about the illegal alien um, story from northern rural Minnesota in which this 22 year old Oscar beautiful name Luna allegedly R worded an 11 year old little girl in rural Minnesota way up north, near Canada. Uh, And it it was charged with S-word jewel assault. Jim, Jim thought I was saying S-word, Joel, assault. No! I meant sexual assault. R-word, ape, rape. So, I don't like to use those words. They're a little bit ugly. I like to keep it light even though when I'm talking about heavy topics sort of or ugly topics so that's the clarification hopefully that you needed from yesterday's story about the illegal aliens allegedly kidnapping and and doing evil to uh, little girls or young you know girls terrible rough but I don't want to dwell on that. And speaking of yesterday, I forgot to get into Emily's List. That Emily's List senator, I talked about her a little bit. You know how Diane Feinstein? <laughs> uh, LaPonza, La LaPonza Butler. I called her LaFonza. Butler is the new, appointed the new California senator. I guess she's going to change her voting registration to California because she's from Maryland. I heard it on American Anchor, baby, and uh, on some other competing networks. That gal? So, and she's very pro-killing the babies, right? Another ugly topic. Forgive me, okay? Bear with me. She is, you know, Emily's List. Let me look through this Emily's List website. Can you kind of go through? Yeah, look. Run. Win. Change the world. Change it for the worse. That's Emily's List. It is a political action committee, as I described yesterday. I explained what they are. She was the president. This black female was the president of it. Look, there's the Hispanic gal, maybe, looking thing, looking lady, and uh, looks like a young black girl. With glasses. Cute. Smiling faces. As JLP has quoted the song, tell lies. They don't tell the truth. Smiling faces sometimes. So sick. Just kind of plow through some of these uh, screenshots there. Uh, Ridiculous. Look at this gal with a bullhorn. Is there anything less attractive than a (laughs) gal? Sorry, ladies. Than a gal with a bullhorn? Support women running for office every step of the way. And I told you yesterday that Emily means early money is, oh no, early money is like yeast. Emily, it's not an actual person. But I don't want to plow, I don't want to rehash that too much. But look at this gal. She's standing on some beautiful pavers, probably laid down by men. And has a bullhorn, like she knows what she's talking about. Has a nice, pleasant smile on her face. Okay, next uh, screenshot. Um, ah, she's this gal works with this woman, who's the next California state senator or California senator. The pre- this previous California senator. Did you remember that cackling Kamala Harris, the current so-called vice president? Was the senator? She was senator. Can you believe it? I first heard of her because Obama said she's the most attractive attorney general because she was attorney general, the top cop of California. So, pff, what a joke! She says, "Stand with us." Is that annoying? Women's issues. I can't really mock her voice very well. Our, um, I like her voice actually? Are America's issues? And democracies cannot be strong if the rights of women are under attack. So says cackling Kamala Harris who never had children. And shout out to the ladies who never had children, right? We don't wish ill will on you. Um, Okay, next one. That's enough of her face. You know, mildly attractive. She married an unchristian guy. Over $850 million raised by investing in our candidates early. We fight inequality. The original uh, sin. (laughs) I don't know if that's sin. You know, Eve, Satan, no, the serpent tempted Eve with equality. He said, you eat from this tree of knowledge of good and evil, you will be like God. Like God is kind of like being equal with God. And she found that very tempting. You can be like the man. Equality. All these equality people are for sickness. That's sick. Wrong. Okay, uh, and I think that's that LaPonza lady. LaPonza lady. Smiling all all laughing and scrunched face. Cute. But she's not even morally straight, so how? And of course, nobody's Speak for yourself, Ake. What do you mean? Uh, oh, because I said mildly attractive. This gal, LaPonza woman, Leponzo woman, was she a so-called L out of the LGBT all of her life? If so, what happened that she's so for killing the babies? She can't even have babies by being with a um, another gal in the wrong way, in the you know the perverse. Perverted way? So how is she... Why are the lesbians all so pro-abortion? They shouldn't even care. Unless they have mama spirit for other women who are... A little bit more naturally straight. They're certainly not morally straight, right? (laughs) Okay, uh, next one. If there's any other next one. Oh, yeah, look at these gals. These are some of the POC gals and unchristian and changing the face of power. It's a bunch of headshots of ladies whom I assume they've supported for, po- for uh, political office. Changing the face of power, meaning they hate the faces of men. One Democrat pro-choice woman at a time because they vote in Democrat pro-abortion women. They pretend it's pro-choice, but no, they're pro-killing the baby. So that's the follow-up. I just wanted to show that. Oh, show the uh, Feinstein dead at 90. Rest in peace. Diane Feinstein. Beautiful smile. look at that smile. Ah. But don't be fooled because smiling faces do indeed tell lies. The Asians may be onto to something. Certain Asian cultures, maybe China, I don't know, they don't trust a smiling person. They don't smile. A smiling person is a dishonest person. And isn't that the case? Terrible. So, thank you, Hassan. I appreciate that. Next subject. There was a call on the line, by the way, that seemed better fit for the JLP show. Perhaps. If you wanted to tell me, you can call in again, but... It seemed better fit, perhaps, for the JLP show. That was my hesitance about getting right to the calls. But she hung up. You can call back again if you really think you want to share it with me, but I think it's better fit for JLP. Caller, thank you. Talked about having forgiven his mother. Which is cool. I mean, I don't mind trading stories about forgiving the mother, but uh, I suggest calling JLP if you can. Nice. So, I like to read my YouTube comments, and I like to talk about this phony history, and I like to talk about the beautiful south. I have this beautiful southern flag here. I cover it up. I cover it up. Because... Uh... I disavow... the truth. Okay? Sometimes you disavow the truth. <laughs> I don't know. That's gonna be terrible. Uh... And so there's, there's, there's this Marie Jane gal who's in my comments section, or at least was a couple of days ago, a couple of evenings ago perhaps, uh, who was reacting to Charlie Church. Shout out to Charlie Church saying, God bless you, Hake, I have a giant rebel flag and an, a Russian imperial flag. Well, awesome. I don't know about g- Russian imperialism. I'm not saying I don't support it or, or denounce it. Maybe I disavow it just for the sake of my channel, like everything else I disavow. Um, my family fought in the Confederate Army, says Charlie Church, meaning the presumably late family members, right? They fought for states' rights, not slavery. I would never want to own another human being, triple exclamation mark. I don't think anyone does. Oh, some people do. (laughs) Have you ever talked to a liberal? They act like they own you. They get mad at you for how you think. And you yourself, if you get mad at somebody for how they think, you act like you own them. Sort of. You know, in a figure of speaking. In a manner of speaking. I will... But I understand your point. I wouldn't want to... I don't even want to own a pet. Uh, Of course, now listening to JLP's old school JLP you can own a pet without having to take care of it because it can take care of itself that's cool I'm okay with that one Uh, I don't think anyone does I still stand by the confederate states yes the beautiful south shout out to the beautiful south much maligned by people who are worse than them perhaps but if you much maligned people start judging the people who are judging you you become worse than them again okay okay So, watch yourselves, beautiful Southerners. Nice. God bless the Confederacy, says Charlie Church. Whoa. (laughs) Quadruple! Exclamation mark. I wish we could go back to that without the slavery. I think that this outlawing of slavery thing from the uh, federal level was a... uh, stomping all over people and it went to the opposite extreme because now they're stomping all over people forcing the states to accept abortion for example and so called same sex marriage for example they've loosened up on forcing states to accept abortion a little bit but yeah the federal government is it's not better than the local governments except maybe in rare cases maybe but it's wrong uh, so, Marie Jane, in the ch- in the comments, I think largely disagrees with me, but likes hearing my other, my different perspective from hers or his. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a man using the, the nickname Marie Jane. Don't harass him or her, guys. <laughs> oh, I thought about joking. Ha- go harass him or her. But I would be completely joking, obviously. States rights to do what? Maintain slavery? Question mark, question mark. And a human girl also asked, yeah, what state's rights? Blood Ritual 289, shout out. And I said, well, one of the state's rights, one of the rights of the states is the right to secede from the union. Those southern states, if you know history, if I know history, says that... um, that the Southern states voted lawfully to secede from the Union, and I will get to your calls, guys. Hang tight. Um, and the South, so they've lawfully voted for to leave. And then correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know his, much much about history. But Lincoln, honest Abe, was he honest? Honest Abe Lincoln, the first Republican, maybe I don't know. Unconstitutionally said, "Oh no, you don't leave the Union." And he quoted Jesus talking about Satan's kingdom. How can Satan drive out Satan? A nation divided against itself or a house divided against itself cannot stand. Shall not stand. Something like that. We're going to war to keep you under our federal government, southern states. So that's one of the states' rights that was violated, the right to secede. And this federal government has done power grab after power grab after power grab. Instead of pounding the table like a man... I'm pounding the sides of the seat. (laughs) Does that seem authoritative? (laughs) Power grab after power grab after power grab. They've been taking away states' rights away over the centuries. And I do have a historical caller, knowledgeable historian caller calling in. So as recently as the last 50 years... The so-called U.S. Supreme Court ruled it illegal for states to outlaw abortion in, back in 1973. Thanks, to so-called civil war, right? Unlike until like last year, when the based men appointees by Trump, thank you, President Trump, and a man who is under a uh, a state attorney or something like that. Argued before the Supreme Court. A young man. A lawyer, not a liar. Argued in favor of getting rid of Roe v. Wade, right? And also the Supreme Court forced so-called same-sex marriage on all of the states. <laughs> not that the states aren't corrupt, too, you know. Which they are. In, like, 2015. so Cong- And Congress violated the right of free association. Forcing the states... And the local local governments to uh, get rid of their segregation. They're even forced integration. The right to discriminate, a basic right of all people. Now they have these anti-discrimination laws. What was that, 1965? And so I say the South was in their rights. America, I say America lost the so-called Civil War. So, that's just a little... I don't know if that's helpful or insightful to anybody. I've talked about this before. So. (laughs) Court Green says, I use power grab to hold an old chair together. Works every time. (laughs) Let me talk with uh, Daniel in Texas is on the line. You can call in, guys. Daniel in Texas, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Uh,
0: Hi, James. Hey. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about the Civil War, and my question is, and I don't think you've done this, but but Charlie Church did this. Okay. Um, why separate slavery from the Confederacy? I mean, um, why bother?
1: Yeah, that's a fair question. Um, sometimes you know some of the alternative history people about who talk about the Confederates' view and the southerners' view of what the war how the war went down, they sometimes uh-huh. seem to uh, they sometimes seem to distance themselves from slavery more than in my opinion they need to or ought to because maybe they have a i wonder if they have a brainwashing an anti slavery brainwashing you know yes um So that's my suspicion, but I don't know the answer to it. Um,
0: it's it's called the Lost Cause. Yeah, Uh, it's called the Lost Cause, and it was um, it started when a it started right after the Civil War, and there was a there was a uh, officer named Jubal Early. He was one of Lee's high command. He he was a uh, he had a brief stint as a corps commander. So so if Robert E. Lee is the commander of the army, his direct lieutenants are corps commanders, and below them are division commanders. Jubal Early was a division commander that rose to be a temporary corps commander. Now Jubal Early is important because he is the one that started the Lost Cause myth. The Uh. Lost Cause myth separates the Confederacy from slavery, it props up Lee as a a, um, a saintly figure, uh-huh. and it which it he didn't resolves. want, by the way. I heard no, he didn't. And and Juba Early was relieved of his position by Robert E. Lee prior to the war ending, but Drew Early was undyingly loyal to Robert E. Lee, wow. and he was he was unconstructed, unreconstructed. He would never be reconstructed. Which... That is to say, that he would never swear allegiance to the United States after the Civil War, which was a, which was a, a mandatory condition for the surrender. Wow! So you had to swear your allegiance to the United States after the Civil War and swear to never pick up. You had to turn in your rifles. There were conditions.
2: Yeah.
0: And they were supposed to turn in their horses, but once Grant realized that the horses did not belonged to the Confederate government, it belonged to their personal horses of the soldiers, he allowed them to keep their horses. Otherwise, they would have had to relinquish every single military possession they had to include their horses and livestock, but that stuff was given back to the soldiers because it was their personal profit. And But anyway, we're talking about the terms of, of surrender, <laughs> we're getting a, away from... My point here: yeah. drew Early, after the war, went on this um, political uh, slant of the Lost Cause, and that's what he held up. He he totally distanced the Confederacy from slavery because it was now out of step with the rest of the modern world. In order to show to show that the wrong side had uh, lost, right? The long the 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 Union should not have won. It yeah. Was, you know and this started immediately after the Civil War, so it's not like this was something that happened in the 1960s or anything like that. This has been something that's been going on and contrary to what a lot of people think about Hollywood, Hollywood did promote this message that the Confederacy was distanced from slavery with with certain films and so a lot of that stuff was inundated into this big cultural myth of the wrong side losing, the lost cause of states' rights. It's all about states' rights. Yeah. At the at the time when the Civil War had happened, slavery was the uh, premier issue for the Confederacy. You you know, if you want to say it's not about slavery, you're going to have to get in a time machine, and you're going to have to tell President Jefferson Davis of the Confederacy, and Alexander Stevens is the vice president, you're going to have to tell them this isn't about slavery because they don't know that because they've written the constitution and, um, all the, (laughs) they've written everything based on slavery, the superiority of the white man over the black race. It is totally inundated in in the culture. So my, my, um, my question, um, is why do this, uh, quite frankly, this tiresome uh, separation of slavery from the Confederacy, it's not separate. Why? So why bother doing it?
1: In a prior call with you, did I ask you, because I've mentioned it to callers before, I've heard that slavery was on its way out. Uh-huh. Was that the case? Did I ask you that be- question before? You, you, you did ask
0: me that, and, and my answer was... It, um, uh, it was, it was out for most of the rest of the world, right. but not all of it. Yeah. And it wouldn't have gone out on its own. And when it does go out on its own, it's in the form of a slave revolt.
1: Oh, so, wow. So it, only through violence could it ever have ended? Is that what you're saying?
0: That's the way these things go.
1: Is If you say mm. ouch, that, that's historically the way these things go, if you Didn't, say that, wait, Mexico outlawed slavery, right? Yes, Mexico outlawed slavery. Did it do so was... after a slave revolt? No, it
0: did so. Uh, it did so after gaining its independence.
1: Did it do so from from violence? No. So, so violence is not necessarily necessary for ending slavery, but f- that was only because they gained independence through a war, maybe from. Against uh, what Spain or something?
0: Well, they had um, the, the 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 abolition of slavery as a whole is a gradual process. You you abolish slave trade. You abolish uh, uh, slavery in certain areas. Uh-huh. You you abolish slavery um, in in different places before you have a grand national abolition of slavery. Yeah. But what ha- what happens to the slave nations, um, like, it, for example, in Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, you have a slave rebellion. Yeah. yeah there, was a, there was a rebellion in Cuba Cuba in the 1890s, and then uh, the, the one in Haiti. It's,
1: mm. it's a, and those uh, it, countries it's are a, not doing well today. I don't know if that has anything to do with what back, happened back then, but...
0: Right. And a lot of these things are kind of uncertain with um, with the abolition of slavery, that that this stuff is just, um, it, we know that slavery is abolished in the United States because there was a war, right. a hard mandate after the war, yeah. And, and really during the war in the Emancipation Proclamation. It was meant as a war aimed to cripple the Confederacy's use of slaves that, yeah. you know, yeah. at the time they would return slaves to their masters that had escaped to the North. And during the war, in order to mitigate that that advantage to the South, they did the Emancipation Proclamation, which which basically allowed the slaves to not have to be forcibly returned to the masters. And so there was a... Anyway, my point is, a lot of this stuff is very tenuous, and it's not... um. It, 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 when we were talking about Mexico abolishing slavery and how it how it ended in Mexico, Mexico the the problem with slavery in Mexico was from the indigenous population for the most part. They didn't there wasn't too much import of people from Africa and because there were already so many indios and mestizos in Mexico that the abolition of slavery once they had gained their independence, which by the way is bloody. Um yeah. You know, so so to to my my point is um separating slavery from the Confederacy really does nothing to um clarify what what happened at that time and what is happening now in our country.
1: Yeah, I think um, it's it seems more like it's Defending the honor, if you think slavery is is so bad, then you kind of want to defend the South as being more righteous than it may have been. But I'm not convinced that slavery was worse than the abolition of slavery.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I, I'm not. Well, I, I don't take sides on the matter. I, don't, I yeah. don't. take sides on.
1: It's just I'm facing what reality is, was yeah. and is. What I'm
0: what I'm saying is over the course of history, when people have been enslaved, they will get their freedom. I mean, they just uh, they figure it out. Right. You know, um, and it doesn't really matter uh, who it is. It's just they they do figure it out. Yeah. And so. So I'm not saying you know there's a right or wrong to it. I, I am saying that it's strange to separate it from certain people. You know, right. it's strange to separate slavery from people who were born in the stuff. It's you know a, a common thing is separating slavery from Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee was in the the highest echelon of uh, the southern nobility. I mean, he was essentially royalty. He was American royalty. Nice. You know, saying that he was anti slavery doesn't even make sense for a man of his um uh position. Right. You know, for, for a man of his uh his class and his uh his social standings. I mean he was he was directly <laughs> related through marriage to General Washington.
1: Yeah. He's so, so he
0: he was, he's basically he, among I, the, the Oh, go ahead.
1: I know that he was uh I know that he said he called it a political and moral evil according to Wikipedia he wrote a letter to his wife, calling it that, but maybe I don't okay. know. I don't know what he meant by that, and well, I think he no said that it was worse for the white man than it was for the black. Maybe well, somebody said I
0: that. Mean, I mean, there's a lot of context that that can be yeah uh, missing. But for the the bottom line is just on its face, a man of his class is not going to be
1: anti-slavery. I appreciate it, man. Um, Daniel in Texas, thanks for right, uh, no, calling in. Do. Take care, man. Oh, all right, bye. Bye. Mead in Richmond, VA, on this subject. Mead, thank you for calling, man. Is this your? You've called into Hake before, right?
3: Uh, uh, yes, sir. I called. I called a year ago on my birthday. Nice. <laughs> um, oh, so I'm just calling in because um, I just I tuned into your show and I had to listen to your previous caller and all his kind of uh misinterpretations. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to make a few points. Um and this is why we really need to be educated because I know people of his elk and the so called conservative Republicans who go on about we're the party of Lincoln and all that nonsense. Um so I am a Republican myself, but we're not the party of Lincoln now. <laughs> we're we're the party of Trump, uh for one thing. But uh, first of all it was not a civil war. That's the biggest lie ever. Um, It was a war between states, because a civil war is a war fought for control over the same government. The South wanted its independence, just as uh, our Founding Fathers wanted their independence from Great Britain. They were fighting for our Founding Fathers' interpretation of America. The North and the Yankees were the new America, and Lincoln destroyed basically everything that George Washington built. He destroyed the Constitution. And we're right now we're living in a false America. So America really died in 1865 when Lee surrendered. That was the Founding Fathers' America. That was the original America. And we're taught this lie that it was all about slavery. It was all about people in the South not wanting to give up their slaves, which only like uh, not even 10% of people owned slaves. But, but the we ruling also, people
1: did, right? The the people in power did own slaves. Um,
3: and the people not of all, Not all. No, nope. for example, uh, General A.P. Hill, he was born of, But in general, uh, the, they did.
1: The people in power were the ones who
3: owned the slaves, um, by well, and large. Generally, yes. Okay. And as far as Robert E. Lee, um, a lot of people couldn't help being born into what they're born into. Robert E. Lee uh, became a Christian... And he felt you know slavery was not good, and he really was not pro slavery, um, and he will, really didn't uh, advocate for slavery. Um, and so people say, well, why did he fight for Virginia? That was his home. And what happened was uh, Lincoln. Uh, a lot of people don't know this about Lincoln, but he was a Rosicrucian. So that's part of the Illuminati. And a Lincoln was worth. Yes, um, that's like a sect of. It's sort of like a weird form of Catholicism, but it's very uh, almost borderline Illuminati or Luciferian. Uh, so Lincoln was working with oligarchs in the North to destroy the South, because the South was, they wanted to destroy the Southern economy, not because of slavery, but because the South had its own uh, interests, and the South was free markets, and the South was doing trade with Europe. And they wanted to seize that power. The Republican Party. Where'd you
1: get the? I'm hung up on this, this uh, thing.
3: Mead. Uh, oh, Lincoln. Yes, being a Rosicrucian. Where'd you get uh, that? Um, actually, I was reading a, a book on uh, the Illuminati in America, and it mentions Abraham Lincoln and his belief system. He was not Christian. How do you he, know that?
1: How do you know that this book was? was right or true? Well,
3: it was written by an historian, and you can question, uh, I mean, everything is open for debate. Okay. But,
1: so you're saying, according to this book that you read, uh-huh. that you'd believe to be true, Lincoln was a Rostocrucian and not a Christian. Yes. He actually... Uh, and he didn't care about this. The He, he wanted to control the South for uh, uh, keeping power for the federal government or something? Well,
3: he was just a puppet, really. Um, the, the rich bankers in the North wanted control of the Southern economy. They, and what happened was the Republican Party, you know, we said we found anti-slavery really was anti-Southern Party. That's what it was. And so, long story short, uh, the, the war was about economic and economic power and control, Jefferson Davis, in his own words, said that we are not fighting for slavery; we are fighting for independence. And only four out of the eleven Confederate states and their constitution mentioned slavery.
1: Was that was that to uh, was that to win over the non-slave owning uh, populace to say we're voting for, we're fighting for independence, or was that true?
3: Um, it was true. It was true because. Um, the the really there you had two different. Most of con- what you said, I
1: will say, doesn't uh-huh. sound like it's contradicting anything that Daniel said, other than that you the fact that you're downplaying the slavery. Well, aspect no, his of- his
3: his, uh, his his narrative is the the typical narrative that we had this war fought over to end slavery. That slavery would have never. Was,
1: he didn't say it was to end slavery. He mm-hmm. he said that slavery was part of what the South was about. It so was none of what. So mm-hmm. so you're giving more context. In my mind, you're giving more context mm-hmm. and putting out stuff that may or may not be true. I'm not sure. And uh, he's, he I'm, may have put out yeah. stuff that may or may not be true. I don't know. But well, it doesn't sound to... like you're, you've are you said anything that contradicts what he said.
3: Well, when when I listen to him, like Charlie Kirk, and I know uh, Dinesh D'Souza, especially, are <laughs> big Lincolnites.
1: I know, but he, this Daniel guy doesn't seem like a Lincolnite or a Charlie mm-hmm. Kirk or a Dinesh D'Souza at all. He's... He's a he's a f- fellow listener along with me of our mm. resident historian here. Uh, so he's he's not some normie. Uh huh. Just so you know, okay, you, may be, not... you may be jumping to mm. conclusions about what about the man whom you just heard. And I don't want to I don't want to start a caller war or anything like that. Uh huh.
3: But okay. I, I'm just I, saying, I'm not going watch, after...
1: watch your assumptions about people. Don't jump to conclusions about what he's about. He wasn't really even taking a side on mm. the South. He was just pointing to what he saw
3: as reality. Um, I, I disagree with you because he mentioned the lost cause. And yeah. see, this is, this is a leftist talking point. Um, there's no such thing as a lost cause. That's what leftists did to erase white history to waste the confederate history was they said these these were monuments to jim crow or slavery um, there was no such thing as a lost cause that was that um, when people talk about the lost cause that was written by northern historians and northern historians didn't want the truth to come out about what you know what the south was fighting for they they said anyone who contradicts our official narrative is, is perpetuating this lost cause myth. Um, but if you actually read the writings of Jefferson Davis and what he said, and um, also I want to extrapolate a little bit, I know we don't have a lot of time, but right. extrapolate on um, uh, Alexander Stevens' The Cornerstone speech, because everybody talks about that. Everybody says, that's proof. Well, no, that was the fake news of the day he actually never put that in writing this was a reporter that misquoted him and it was put as as fact that he was saying you know slavery is the cornerstone actually what he was doing was he was um kind of um, uh, i guess i hate to use the word trolling but he was kind of because they kept saying slavery and he said oh yeah well okay we're fighting for slavery because just like what the left does today they keep calling us Nazis and stuff so the cornerstone speech is one of the most misinterpreted elements of the war, and so I just wanted to extrapolate because the guy that called me forward when he mentioned lost cause and all that stuff. See, that's 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 why I don't agree with you that he's not picking sides. He's automatically picking a side because he mentions lost cause and this myth that we re- we were trying to rewrite history. So I just wanted to call in about that because it's very frustrating. And, I, you know, I'm from the capital of the Confederacy, so I know a little bit about the Confederacy myself. And uh, was, so,
1: was, his, was his statements about Jubal Early, the uh, lawyer, politician, military officer mm-hmm. in the Confederate Army under uh, Robert E. Lee, mm-hmm. about him uh, delivering speeches establishing the, what, the, what Wikipedia calls the lost cause of the Confederacy? That's where I'm getting this info. Mm-hmm. Uh, was his statements about Jubal Early correct?
3: Um, I do know that Jubal or, or Early was very devoted to Robert E. Lee. Um, I don't know how much else is correct, and you have to remember Wikipedia is not an objective source. Uh, I'm just putting that... Right, not, they, not right the most- they
1: reference the mainstream media, which is slanted, yeah. and historic historical books are probably quite slanted themselves. I, I acknowledge that.
3: Okay, but I just want to say, okay, I'm not saying slavery had zero to do with war, and the question of slavery mainly for Southerners was: if these new territories, are we allowed to bring our slaves and cross the border into these new territories without penalty? And so the question was: that was the question of the states' rights: was can we hold on to our property without penalty? And that was one of the questions they had. But during the um, in 1865. Just for the record, New Jersey, the state of Jersey, the Yankee state of New Jersey, still had slaves in 1865. So if we're going to say that the Confederacy was slavery and the North was not, why were there Union states in the North that still had slaves, that still had slavery? We can't just say the Confederacy was slavery and leave it at that, because it just isn't true. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to call in, and I really appreciate it. Oh, and just one more thing. I disagree with you that musicians are all liberal, because I'm a musician and I'm very right-wing.
1: Right on, man. Is What's okay. wrong with slavery, real quick?
3: What's wrong with slavery? Yeah. I think... Um, well, um, as slavery has existed in America it was rather benevolent, but I think the problem with slavery is it separates families. That's the main issue I have with it. I wouldn't want to be a slave owner, but if I were born into a plantation family like some of my ancestors were, it's just part of your life and, and you know, it's just like, like owning a laptop computer or a car. You know, you don't you don't want to get rid of your technology, so it's we can't judge them by today's standards is my point. Right. M E A D
1: so. or with an E at the end.
3: It has an E at the end. Okay, thank you, man. Thank you.
1: Appreciate you. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Mead in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, And you get it wrapped up. You get these issues wrapped up in your identity and your pride. I think that may be part of what's happening. You beautiful Southerners. And I would have mentioned this to to Mead if I had thought of it during his call, you get wrapped, caught up in an issue of, of whatever happened back then and it becomes part of your this, your identity he said, I'm from Richmond I'm from the south so that's something to watch you beautiful southerners you don't want to be prideful even in stuff that you know to be the truth or you believe to be the truth like, uh, like abortion is wrong, or uh, so-called same-sex marriage is wrong, and all that stuff. If we're if we're on the side of what's right, puffing up against the evil people who are for what's wrong, we're wrong too. We're wronger than them, if the wronger is a word. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? We are approaching the top of the hour, guys. I will read your super chats, but first, let's get to some beautiful music. Let's hope that I'm going to play this song again, <laughs> and hopefully it'll work this time. Hopefully for my sake. Hopefully not for your, some of you people's sake. This is Bullseye by OK from the 2005 album Low Road. You think it'll work? He's, uh, Hassan says thumbs up. We'll see if Hassan is real news or fake news. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it, you musical philistines. I know I do. Oh, my! Is how's my stream? Press one if it's great, two if it's bad, three if it's a little iffy. Let me know. But in the meantime, enjoy uh, from Absolutely Kosher Records, "Bullseye" by OK. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through what I deem to be beautiful music somewhat. You musical Philistines. There was a funny statement from uh, from Mike or somebody in the chat. I like to read the chat, you know? And I screenshotted it because I don't remember what it said. I'm blanking. Up, 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 up. This is an anti-smoking ad, says Mike Gibson. It's funny, man. That was funny. Funny that I couldn't even remember that either. I gotta read super chats, guys. Uh indeed I do. Over on Rumble, some rumble rants. Oh lordy. So many rumble rants. Okay. Uh being enlightened till I rise said, whoa, no high pitched so to start the show. Lame. <laughs> Ruth Beta Ginsburg um evil is still real, says Mr. James Anton Hake. These are Rumble rants. Well, the first was a Rumble monthly supporter subscriber. You can subscribe on Rumble to any of the uh, JLP network live streamers. Mr. James anton hake happy or it's James Anton Hake, happy birthday. your opinion, please. do you think? The blacks would be more well behaved if we allowed their mothers to uh, to abort them until age seventeen. No, of course not. I think it might work. Says evil is still real. No, man. You th- think about what abortion did. Uh, uh, pre-abortion blacks, pre-abortion versus bla- blacks pr- post-abortion. I wasn't around pre-abortion, right? But I was around post-abortion, and uh, I could be mistaken, but I believe the blacks today are worse. With abortion, then without abortion. Uh, 72nd trimester. <laughs> Cute. Let's make it happen. No, you still real? He's kidding around. He says, seriously, though. If every single black baby was... Um, he's... he. I don't know, man. I, he thinks that the crime and poverty rate would be zero in one generation. Well, that's not reality, man. Li- gotta live in reality. I think that, uh, well, I know that when you- that evil is not the solution to evil. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Yes, I do, tennis shoe. Hey, if we made being G-word A, punishable by death, you might still have three or four viewers. Probably no more chat tards. So maybe we should keep the uh, G-words around for the sake of your channel. Indeed, I avow that. Indeed. Evil Israel says, Hey, do you know that Elo- Elohim Elohim, is plural? That's a biblical word, right? Something like that. Elohim. Did you also know that in Hebrew, the Holy Spirit is Rosh, Rosh, Ha, Kodesh, which is a feminine noun? Oh. And did you know that the Hebrew word for G word was hake YouTube chat? Hake hey, YouTube chat. <laughs> amusing, man. Amusing. You are amusing. Evil is still real. Who says one barrel of oil has the same amount of energy of up to 25,000 hours of hard human labor. Wow. So after oil became a thing, no one needed slaves for labor. We needed slavery because uh, prisons are pricey yeah I'm for slavery for th- such things. you know these people who are these people who are shoplifting put them to work. you know I think that would make them better, at least on a physical level. Some of them would also have the opportunity to wake up rather than being let go. Letting them go doesn't wake them up. The only problem with slavery says he, is that it was not inclusive enough. We should have included Amerind, American Indians, Chinese Indians, without papers, people. Because I don't want to say WAPs. And all indigenous folk and other problem, another problem was it ended. Uh, I mean, in maybe in our country, in our own country, we can decide how we want it Set up, but I guess we're not the boss of our country anymore, are we? Evil is real. You're doing great, kid. Your music is not. Says DJ On Pow, On Pow, (laughs) DJ On Pow. Nice. Is that how you pronounce your? Is that how you spell your name now? Because we used to call you DJ On Pow. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Gregatron says, "Hey, I'm only asking you about Britney Spears because I know she is in your top six picks. You think so? Number six, Britney Spears. Number five, Ellen. Number four, Emmett Till. Oh, you mean in terms of stories? Uh, number three, the N-word. Number two, January 6. Number one, slavery. <laughs> Interesting, Gregatron. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or just a statement of fact." Amusing. Lorena H says, Hi, Hake. Out of all the different white people, don't you think the Irish are the ones who speak up the most? Question mark. Maybe not always with the right spirit, but I find that they at least say something. I wonder if it's a good thing. Your thoughts? Thanks. Very interesting comment there. Uh, Lorena H or Lorena H. Um, yeah, maybe the, it's sort of a mixed bag. I like blacks for that reason. Because they speak their mind. And I like people who speak their minds. I like them. Uh, That may be why we don't consider them that white. (laughs) You know the Italians do a little bit too. But yeah, maybe not always in the right way. Maybe most of the time when you speak, is not in the right way. And most of the time when you're silent, it's not in the right way. You're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't. I, but I do, uh, they're loud, <laughs> but it is good to, it's good to speak up a little you know, even if it is wrong, a little, nice, interesting, that's all I have for you, that's all I have for you, <sighs> what happened, what happened to the whites, what's wrong with the whites, Joel Friday song. What's wrong with the blacks? Joel Friday TV is coming up in less than an hour. About 50 minutes. 55 minutes or less. Based America First says, uh, quote, with a coffee, is the conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees related to this? Psalm 82, English Standard Version, ESV, God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods, he holds judgment. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? God, give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Unquote. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. This is continuing Psalm 82. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are God's sons of the most high, all of you. Nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations. Wow. It may be related to that. That may be what Jesus was referencing from the Old Testament, Psalm 82. interesting and I don't understand it but uh, give justice to the weak and the fatherless maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute Satan's trying to swoop in and pretend like he's doing that right rescue the weak and needy deliver them from the hand of the wicked they have neither knowledge or understanding nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. You are God's sons of the most high. All of you, nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. Arise, Arise O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations. That's cool. I like that song. And that should do it, I believe, for the Super Chats. Oh, the King of Graduates says, How dare Mead compare people to owning a laptop? We are human. And CJ is the worst creation God ever made next to Lucifer. <laughs> I disavow that. But I disavow much of what CJ says too. Uh, nice. I didn't, know, I didn't pick up that Mead compared owning humans to owning a laptop. He didn't seem to be too much for the slavery thing. Nice. Phony Cortez. You want to hear phony Cortez in a huff? (laughs) Clip 21. Sandy Cortez all fake mad. This is about... You know I was imitating her? No. Is is, is there a material witness? There's not. (laughs) A minute and 38 seconds. This is clip 21, Hassan. Hopefully this plays. You're wasting... We're wasting our time, is what she's, you're going to hear her say. You're always wasting your time. Let's hear it.
4: The impeachment inquiry, any impeachment inquiry, <laughs> regardless of party, is an extremely serious matter. Yeah, right. Professor Gerhardt, in the impeachment inquiry under, um, into, into President Clinton, were there key fact witnesses that were presented <laughs> in, during those proceedings?
5: There were not in the House.
4: Mm-hmm. In the Senate, were there any? There were. There were in the Senate. Now, in the, in the, impeachment, uh, in, in the impeachment investigations with, uh, with, President, with respect to President Trump, were there key material fact witnesses in the House? Yes, ma'am. There were. It, yes, ma'am. Are there any key Miss. material fact witnesses here today? No, ma'am. None. And so we are wasting our time. <laughs> when we talk about a threshold of an impeachment inquiry, was there a house floor vote that had a majority of members of congress that opened an impeachment inquiry into president clinton there was there was was there a full house floor vote uh, opening an impeachment inquiry into president trump
5: in 2019
4: is there one here for this one
5: not for this one
4: there is not one here for this one <laughs> this is an embarrassment an embarrassment to the time and people of this country and i would ask that the chair and i would ask that this committee elevate to the promise of our duties here and and comport ourselves with the consistency <laughs> and practice that is required of our seats and our duty and our our oath to our to our responsibilities here and with that i yield back thank sure. you
1: <laughs> she acting all professional nah, she's kind of cute huh mildly attractive no I think so. With her high-pitched voice, acting like she has authority. (laughs) To me, she's all emphasizing her words. Trying to act like she's serious. I'm serious, guys. We're wasting our time. This is an embarrassment. Comport. I don't know what comport means. (laughs) Uh, elevate to the promise of our duties. And blah, blah, blah. Uh... I disavow that, Kevin Howe. He says another wannabe, high verbal IQ person. Um, And any impeachment inquiry is extremely serious. He still thinks he can save Britney Spears. Maybe I can save uh, Cortez, Sandy Cortez. (laughs) I just found it amusing because she's acting like what she does is not waste time all the time, you know, and do evil. I'd rather them waste their time with this. I do see the impeachment thing as a waste of time is dumb. Maybe. I could be wrong. Uh, but I... There's whole, a whole... So much of what they do is even worse. An embarrassment. And she, she should be slapping the sides of her chair. This is an embarrassment. <laughs> like Hake. Hake simping. <laughs> she always has a psychotic look in her face. Yeah, she has wi- wild eyes. Like Hake has. And sometimes Joel, when he's trying to make a serious point. Shout out to Joel Friday TV. Live at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, He does want to save AOC. (laughs) I had to share it with you. Speaking of saving, could T. Swift sway the 2024 election? Could she save the election? On Balance. This is On Balance from News Nation with Leland Vittert, formerly of Fox News. Now he's of News Nation. He interviewed JLP on News Nation before. Did you know that? And Chris Cuomo, formerly of Commie Nonsense Network CNN, now pushing his, spouting off his commie nonsense on News Nation. And would you approach T-Swift? Yesterday I talked about approaching women in person. Would you approach her? Would you have approached her had you not known who she was? Uh... But clip 23, this is about, this is about Taylor Swift. You know, the singer gal, formerly relatively young, not that young anymore. No spring chicken. She's in her thirties, but that's okay. Shout out to the ladies in their thirties. The young lady's been set up, you know, could she sway the 2024 election? This is about three minutes long. Clip 23, Hassan. Let's hear it. This conversation.
6: Democratic governor at the Republican presidential being asked about Taylor Swift. Uh, What he's talking about is she put up a social media post about registering to vote. 35,000 people registered to vote. Almost crashed the website uh, right when she put up that Instagram post. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that this is somebody who could play an enormous role in the 2024 election if she wanted to in a way that, I don't know, Mick Jagger was never going to really play a big role in, or Madonna was never going to really play a big role in a presidential election. Whoa. No, I th-
7: look, first of all, I think she's a very different artist uh, and social creature uh, oh, than the other people you name. Oh, I forgot It eyes. is not new for our celebrities to have uh, some type of sway in politics. That's why the right um, tries to belittle Hollywood as much as it can and demonize it as part of the radical left uh, because they're worried about the influence of some of the stars uh, that have liberal leanings. Um, And that's not really new either. Trump has taken it to a new level, but that's, you know, the nature of his ability to exacerbate the game. Uh, Getting people to register to vote is very different than getting them to vote. And I think we've seen that with young people. There is often a, a large disconnect between who's registered and who follows through and votes. I mean, that's true about every voting class. We did see with the Parkland kids uh, that Man, they made a little bit of an pictures. impact in some elections. Put on some clothes. Um, but I think Thank that uh, Taylor Swift is not going to determine the outcome of the 2024
1: election.
6: Wow. Not impressed. Yeah, Taylor Swift was way bigger than the Parkland kids, right? And you say you, know, you got s- registering two votes different, different than, than persuading people to vote. But this is somebody who has a a cachet with younger Americans. Cash. I'd say it's yeah. different than anybody else and the ability to reach them directly, okay? This is the first time, this is the first presidential election in a way um, that you're going to have somebody with this amount of cachet, this amount of reach, this amount mm. of influence with the ability to reach people. And I'm, not, I'm wondering if we may not be underestimating it a little bit. I, I don't know. I
7: mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you could toss it out there. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you know. Chris Cuomo seems jealous I, yes, but Envious. I'm saying it's it's not a new thing.
6: You 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 um, no, you you're, you're you're unconvinced with my with my hypothesis that's fine. What do you got on the show tonight?
7: No, no, no. I'm saying we don't really know. <laughs> Celebrities a big deal, but look, this is an election again. That's about a state of grievance in this country. Um, people are angry I'm, and they don't yeah. under, there's there're a lot of people who don't understand that they're so angry at the system, at the people who run what they believe Uh, is the system, that it literally has masked any accountability for the former president.
2: That as long as Uh it's
7: this system that is judging Trump, they will reject the judgment. That's what the election's about. Can somebody offer the people who are Uh, listening to Trump something better?
6: Well, I am told that Taylor Swift songs have a lot to do with grievance. So maybe there's an intersection there. I don't know. Leland Vitter acting
1: like he doesn't listen to Taylor Swift. Or didn't ever listen to Taylor Swift. He's told that there are songs. Maybe he maybe he doesn't. He does have uh gray hair. Grey hair now. Uh is it I think I heard that it's pronounced cash, not cash A. I think it's pronounced cash, right? Cash. It's not cash A. FYI Leland Vittert. When you're talking about cash. You talk about Taylor Swift has a lot of cachet with the, uh, but he, I think it's cash, meaning sway with the young people. The, uh, to re- make them register to vote. I don't know. I don't even know if he's using the word right. <laughs> uh, it was interesting that he said the right likes to bash liberals. You like Chris Cuomo? Do you like him? He says the right likes to bash liberal Hollywood because we're scared of the influence that they have. I don't know if I'm scared of the influence they have. I think it's embarrassing that for them that they should be embarrassed that they have these views. But you kind of cut them slack because they live in their own messed up bubble world of a whole bunch of liberals and LGBTs and, male, and feminists and male feminists. And Obama lovers, meaning uh, kiss-ups to the fake idea of racism and stuff. Phony Hollywood. I'm not scared of their influence. I think it's pathetic that anybody's influenced by them, politically speaking. That's pretty pathetic. Maybe I'm scared. Am I scared? Hey, are you scared? Oh, uh, no. Don't say that, Johnny G. That's gross. Uh, but I expect him to be Gross. I found it somewhat interesting. She, because I remember I bashed her last week for her 2018 grandstanding for her Tennessee values. But in her defense, she's a Christian, so we like her. Zeus and I. I don't know if Zeus likes her anymore. Oh, is it? Whatever. Cash A, people are saying. Cash E. I found it an interesting question. Let me get to Al in Tennessee on the line. Al, thank you for calling. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Hank? Going well. Um,
8: I just just wanted to say that, you know, you keep using this term white or, you know, people aren't really white. Um, The term white is a political term. It's not a real term um, because we can go back and check in history where we had plenty of um, signs where the Irish, where it said the Irish need not apply. Um, right, and for the Italians, need not apply. And would they had plenty of time that said dogs and Irish and Italians uh, weren't allowed. Right. So no dogs white, and Chinese
1: allowed. <laughs> yeah. Like the so like they, the Bruce Lee. stuff people. Song. No unvaxxed yeah, so and no dogs and unvaxxed allowed. <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah, it's coming around to that. Right. But I think when a lot of people like uh, someone mentioned, why are the Irish speak up? Well, the Irish were excluded and right. they were victimized and enslaved. Yes. So, of course, when they got that status of being included with uh, with the British as being called white, yeah. they jumped at the chance. Okay. And they were the most abusive to the to the blacks that they oversaw as policemen, because they were given the wow. the jobs as policemen, and the, and the Italians were given the jobs as uh, firemen. Oh wow! So they took those those positions of power. Uh, as status symbols over blacks because they lived with blacks in their communities prior to that. Yeah. You know, so in in, Italians were considered less than blacks.
1: Whoa. You know, so they themselves... Oops, don't say that.
8: Yeah, so they themselves, you know, took that, you know, being included in the white uh, club as a badge of honor. So those are people who always speak up as, oh, I'm white, I'm white, I'm white. But no, historically, you aren't white.
1: Right. That's uh, why I always say, are Irish white? Are Italians white? And then, you know, those of us who get sucked into our I- f- notions of physical identity get all hurt and uh, puffed up and prideful about it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. First, it is, I do see what you mean, that it is a political... It's, it's very political. But everything... Is political on some level, and then everything yeah. even even more deeply is spiritual.
8: Well, I also attack these these annoying um, uh, blacks who run around saying that this country was made for white people, when this, in fact this country excluded many white people. Uh, it had nothing to do with being male or female. It was if you didn't have education or or uh, money or land, you weren't allowed to participate in the system. And that excluded uh, the majority of whites. Yeah. And the terms poor white trash and and uh, out, uh, off scours, and they had a, a ton of different names for degenerate whites yeah. uh, that were excluded from the system. So this whole notion of black and white is is, total, is fraudulent. you know. And this country wasn't made for white people because it excluded many white
1: people. It was made for the specific sorts of... It was yeah. made for the posterity of the uh, of the l- leaders, yes, and maybe some of the people who were not leaders, but whom they liked. Okay,
8: yes. If you were, if you could get into that club, you were okay.
1: Yeah, and that's is that a bad thing or is just reality? It's, no, it's a
0: reality. The
8: oh, country, and I
1: think when they made
8: these second. social systems, they made they just they dumbed down the population. So instead of working. For what you you could afford. They gave you uh, so they gave you welfare. Terrible. So now you don't have to work so hard. Yeah, you know, instead of saving your money for when you're you can't work anymore, they gave you social security.
1: Not good either.
8: You know, so basically they made this country lazy by with the social system.
1: L- made the country lazy with the social system. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You cut out because, in and out a little bit here, but oh, good sorry point. About that. No worries. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're in a place where you're cutting out or what's going on. Oh, I'm driving. Sorry oh, okay. about that, hey. I appreciate it. No, you're. This is an interesting call for sure, man. Yeah. So. Wow. So that was
8: pretty much all I wanted to say. Thank you, But it you, was man. good. It, good talking to you as always, hey.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Great call. Take right. care, man. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Artie Art from Ohio on the line. Thank you, Art. Calling in. What's how up? You doing? How you doing? doing well. Not sure how you doing. Yeah. That's cool. That's
9: cool. I wanted to comment. I wanted to comment on that. What you were saying about it? Went. What you were saying. The comment that Who was that? That said that the conservatives, right, are scared of the scared of the uh, control that the the lefty uh, Hollywood has. You know,
1: Chris Cuomo. That that Chris Cuomo, the talking head, formerly CNN, now mm-hmm. News Nation, said the right wing bashes Hollywood, especially now with, under Trump, but always. For being liberal because we're scared of their influence for the Democrat in favor of the Democrats, basically. And I said, okay. We're not scared, we just think that they're pathetic, or I do. What, what about you? What do well, you say?
9: It, well, 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 my thing is this I, I just think stay close it, to your phone uh, for me,
1: man. Okay, sorry about that. I appreciate nah, it.
9: it. It ain't that, it ain't, it ain't that we're scared, it's just we see that all the propaganda that, that Hollywood is pushing especially with all these female actors that got all these kids or whatnot, that they uh, the dressing the boys up as uh, girls and the girls up as boys. Yeah. Plus, I mean, if you look at uh, yeah. Disney World or whatnot and Disneyland or whatnot, back in the day when in our generation, they were pushing a little propaganda, but it re- it's crazy to say, in my generation, that's where you kind of see, like, uh, What's the dude, uh, Raven Simone, and the dude that played on her little shows that played on... Uh,
1: Is that Cosby? Oh,
9: no, no, it was... Uh, what's his name? He played on... Major Payne. He played on Major Payne and a couple of these other shows that she had that... A lot of them are bisexual.
0: They oh, like yeah. the girl,
9: girl on girls, and the boys on boys. And we realizing like, what's going on with Hollywood to where they promoting all this this LGBTQ stuff? Or whatnot, and in Disney World, we're seeing like everybody that's watching that TV channel, or whatnot. They coming out all weirdos, right? Plus every yeah, plus everything that the lefty is pushing with this liberal female independent mindset. If you if you ain't of Hollywood, which you don't watch all these Hollywood new movies or all with the Hollywood weirdo nonsense, that you know that that is propaganda, and they selling them this this uh, liberal. Uh, college dream you just go get an education you don't need no man then they had 30 and 34, 34 and 40 year old without no kids and now they're all depressed because they don't waste it around their whole life listening to these actors or whatnot in this feminist movement that's coming from the highly weird uh, nonsense or whatnot pushing it so it we ain't that we scared we just trying to figure out how did men hate and everybody else see what's going on or whatnot? And then you got these liberal lefty loonies, they're still listening to these Hollywood weirdos when we see clearly see what's going on, but we try to figure out why they don't see what's clearly going on. Yeah. And it's like, instead of them pulling away and breaking their stuff away from them and stop following behind them and listening to what they think that they should vote on, because they'll listen to Taylor Swift, Hope. Oh, I voted for uh, Joe, I'm voting for Joe Biden, so you should too. And, and me, whether whether I like Stone Cold Steve Austin or not, if he told me to vote for Joe Biden, I'd be like, hold up. That <laughs> yeah. don't make sense for Stone Cold Steve Austin. But with the left, they don't do that. Oh, Taylor Swift or or uh, Angela Bassett, or she's voting for this and this and this and that. Well, I'm going to go ahead and follow her, yep. not knowing that they not they're not... Just because the, the after likes who they like don't mean you have to like who they like, and it's called doing your own research and investigation on the the politician that you are supposedly supposed to support and check their track record, but the left don't do that. They only go off of hearsay. Oh, I heard everybody's voting for uh, Obama, so I'm going to go ahead and vote for Obama. And then they don't, when they like Chicago, and then they don't vote, voted in somebody who's against their, uh, well-being now, everybody's hooping and hollering, and then they turn around and go back and follow these same Hollywood weirdos that told them to vote this way that's
1: hurting You know, um, you asked, why don't they see, why don't the fe- people who either follow the celebrities or agree with the celebrities, why don't they see through the propaganda? It's... There's things in your life and in my life that you don't see and I don't see. They just don't see clearly because sometimes these celebrities will give some simplistic, which is to, which is different from simple. Simple is true. Mm-hmm. Simplistic is false, okay? They'll give some simplistic mm-hmm. argument about, you know, communi- in favor of communism, basically, and people will be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So in the... In the follower's mind, the liberal follower's mind, they're not following yeah. the... They don't think that they're following the The uh, celebrity necessarily just because it's a celebrity say, telling them. They're following what they think is, is a rationalization, a, a good rationalization for supporting evil. They're following what they think mm-hmm. is logic. And yeah. just like women, you know women have something called... They rationalize the, the uh, conclusions that they get to even though it's crazy uh, which is something that everybody does but w- women do it a lot they, they think they're being logical but they're not I think that's, and you're right there is a lot of going off of hearsay there is a lot of laziness, refusal to investigate and uh, research but there are people who are liberals who are very good investigators and very good researchers but they still don't have the mind of God if you will and a lot of right wingers don't have the mind of God either. I think it's just it is an interesting uh, it is an interesting situation in which you can see something quite clearly another person really cannot see that uh, yeah. as clearly.
9: Even 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 if you listen to listen to their wordplay and I'm gonna use an example, I was being funny yesterday when I said Hake is my ally. <laughs>
1: that's,
2: that's
9: you know, that's what the liberals—they you listen to key words, and you would know that they liberals or whatnot. And it's it's like when I hear them type of words, it's like uh, I tend to shy away from because I'm already I'm when I hear it, I'm looking at the person and saying I'm like, oh, she's probably one of them liberal, lefty loonies. I can tell by how she looks, her hairstyle,
2: yeah. how
1: she
9: talks, and they all they all talk the same, walk yep. the same act the same, look the same. And it's like, if I can see this, how don't y'all see this? Yeah. Oh, we want to have a diverse community. Like, yep. if I'm catching these keywords and whatnot, I'm being like, hold up, this don't sound good. Why can't we just all talk like, uh, break it, dumb it down for me and just use basic basic words? They want, they want to use allies and... <laughs> uh, what's that word I just used?
1: Diverse community...
9: Diverse communities or whatnot. Uh, he's he or she's uh, he's acting very toxic, and like I'm, I'm trying to figure out why they're not seeing and hearing these key words. That toxic, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Just like I don't know if you've seen the uh, not Cuomo, but what's the the governor of California?
1: Uh, Newsom, Gavin Newsom.
9: Okay. So since that lady died, he's trying to put a black female in there, and yep. I've seen like a couple of her things where she was uh speaking to an audience or whatnot and i'm just listening i'm like oh here we go with this like i can listen to it with the words that she's saying and i'm like oh she's a liberal lefty uh lgbtq black yeah you what i'm saying it's like even the actors are using these certain words to where you would be like hold up this is a looney tune this female is crazy or this dude is crazy or whatnot i need to get a i need to uh get away from him just like the uh just like the dude, it was in D.C. that pulled the fire alarm. He, if you like, if anybody <laughs> can already look at dude and tell, and he he had something to where he got into where another politician to where he was acting all extra emotional, yelling at him. I forgot what they was. It was about the gun Thomas train. Massey
1: and about. and guns in schools. Yeah, that was a great segment. Uh, American yeah. Anger maybe covered that a little bit, and I covered it you, a few months ago. Is a yeah. You, you're not looking at the data. You got to look at the data. <laughs> so what were you, you saying just, about you know, Jamal
9: Bowman? Well, you can just tell he's a. You can just tell how he was acting. He's a beta. Yeah. And when I think when, when they was trying to indict Trump, he start. He was on TikTok or something. He was on one of social media. He was all laughing like ah ha, ha 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 ha. We finally got you. And I'm like y'all. This is who y'all voting in. Yeah. This is who y'all like.
1: I saw like, that I on mean, I saw that on the Jason Lee Peterson show that Jamal Bowman guy did like a TikTok, ah ha, 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 ha about Trump getting indicted. <laughs> that was crazy. Go ahead.
9: Yeah, like very like uh, Batman and Jokerish. Like it was like something that should have been in like a movie or something. That, yeah, that something that I would expect from a politician to be be laughing. Good like, point. That was, Good point. Evil. Yeah, and it's like. Even with the the, uh, the mayor of Chicago or whatnot, who's letting all them you mean? If you look at his haircut, y'all vote bo- voting in people with triangle haircuts. He got a, a haircut where his hair is like in a triangleish, like that. I mean, you might go ahead and vote in somebody that uh, got the mohawk, or, <laughs> or, or or vote in somebody that got the shag, that just like featherman wears hoodie. I mean, y'all can't look at these people and tell like in some of they looks how they talk and how they walk and how they act like. Uh, this might be a little. Um, this job might be a little bit too tough for him. I mean, he's black and he's a little smart, but we might not need to go ahead and put him in politician 'cause because he's gonna do some key things that I don't think that he's a. Uh, he don't. He don't make me think that he's a logical person. Let alone he said that we. Uh, we're a diverse community and y'all dealt for them key words and didn't even catch what he was saying. And now they up in Chicago, hooping and hollering, talking about we don't want them here, and, this, and it's like, y'all just don't be paying attention, man, y'all just go off of, there's too many people that don't need to be voting, because they, first of all, don't know how to read, Yeah, they don't know, they don't got common sense, man, if you don't know how to read and comprehend, comprehend reading, and don't know, and you're not educated, period, you don't need to be voting, man, and it's a lot of people that is, I mean, I hate to say it, but they special ed kids, and they, they're their followers shout out and, to the uh, special
1: ed kids <laughs> yeah, but yeah they're yeah. they're worse than that i don't know if well they try to rope in the special ed kids to be among the victim groups don't they they call the yeah. handicap the disabled community man you're kind of right about that it's terrible yeah
9: nah definitely definitely or whatnot but yeah that's all i pretty much had to uh Thank that, you, that's Art. pretty much all I had to say, but I'll catch you later, and we still rolling with Trump. Indeed. Take hey, care. Hey, one, one more thing, one more thing. Uh-huh. Did you see with Trump, though? Did you see what's going on with Trump with the uh, the fraud case up
1: there in New York? I heard that he had a—I um, haven't seen. I have not seen. I heard that he had trial day one yesterday or something like that, and maybe day two today, something like that. That's all I know.
9: Well, 80% eighty percent of the, uh, the case is over with because— it's uh, what's the word? It's, it, it reached this limit to where they can't bring the charges. I forgot statute what it, what of limitations? Of it. Yeah, statute of limitations. Oh it wow! Just, so eight percent of it's up. So basically, that it, see these liberals don't understand nothing about nothing. Uh, that's a civil suit. He went. That was only about money. That ain't. That's a poor case. That black lady down there in New York who brought them cases against him or whatnot that ain't going to have nothing to do with no jail time or nothing like that and i just want to say once again rd art is going to predict this i know this is one case out of a, many a case they don't brought against trump but this is uh, a nothing burger a witch hunt and just like RDR said trump ain't going to jail and we still rolling with trump
1: thanks man take care,
9: take
2: care.
1: Yeah. all right bye listen to joe biden guys listen to him And Taylor Swift, by the way. Biden is warning. This is clip 22. Two minutes and 22 seconds. This was from a few days ago, I want to say. At least a couple of days ago. Biden warns. This is from, I believe, AP. Is it? AP? Associated Press. Far-left extremist Associated Press. They just share this. Yeah, it is. He issued a dire warning Thursday that Donald Trump and his extremist MAGA allies are a serious threat to American democracy. Which, yeah, we are, because we're not supposed to be a democracy. Silly dude person. Yeah, this was September 28th. So, what is that, like five days ago? Last week. (laughs) Uh, He urged Americans not to sit on the sidelines, but instead engage to save the nation. Here's uh, somewhat entertaining, sleepy Joe, corrupt Joe Biden, as Trump now calls him. Here it is.
5: And there's something dangerous happening in America now. Oh yeah. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. That's right. The MAGA movement. Not every Republican, not even a majority of Republicans, adhere to the MAGA extremist ideology. I know because I've been able to work with Republicans my whole career. But there's no question that today's Republican Party is driven and intimidated by MAGA Republican extremists. Oh, yes. Their extreme agenda, if carried out, would fundamentally alter the institutions of American democracy as we know it. Here is what you hear from MAGA extremists about the retiring Patriot General honoring his oath to the Constitution. Quote, he's a traitor, end of quote. Whoa. In times gone by, the punishment, quote, in times gone by, the punishment would have been death,
1: end of quote. Whoa, I disavow that.
5: This is United States of America. This is the United States of America. Yeah. And although I don't believe even the majority of Republicans think that, the silence you hear is the deafening. Baby? The silence is deafening. Cute, Hardly baby. any Republican called out such heinous statements. We should all remember democracies yes. don't have to die at the end of a rifle. They can die when people are silent, when they fail to stand up or condemn the threats to democracy, when people are willing to give away that which is most precious to them because they feel frustrated, disillusioned, tired, alienated. It's up to us, the American people. In my view, empty seats. the more no. people vote, the more engaged the whole nation becomes, the stronger democracy will be. No, that's a lie. So the answer to the threats we face is engagement. It's not to sit in the sidelines. It's to build coalitions and community. To remind ourselves, there's a clear majority of us who believe in our democracy and are ready to protect it. History's watching. (laughs) The world is watching. And most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible.
1: Uh. Be scared of your grandkids and children. Isn't that the case? Children and grandchildren are a bunch of useful... Don't say this, kids, but useful idiots, oftentimes. They become pro-LGBT, pro-climate hysteria and all that mess. The more people are vote or are engaged, engaged with lies and evil and lame-o emptiness... Do I sound tough calling them lame <laughs> Do I sound like I have authority? So we're, we're wasting our time. <laughs> That's my mocking of Cortez. Sandy Cortez talking like she has some authority. And so he goes from whisper. That's smart, man. You go from whisper and you do some pauses for effect. And then you talk. History is watching. The world is watching. And most importantly, our children and grandchildren are going to hold us accountable. Don't be alienated. Be engaged. Yeah. S- don't give up. Why is he whispering? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that as extremist. Extremely right, maybe. Extreme center. MAGA is just center. Basically. Honestly. Honestly. They're way off the deep end in, they're centered, they're centered in evil. MAGA is centered in a little bit of common sense mixed with some evil, right? Centered in what? An extremist in, against, compared to what? Yeah, I guess we're extremely uncommunist, maybe not even in that extremely uncommunist. I wonder how much we embrace stuff that's communist and lies, you know, that we've just been propagandized so much that we take in Satan's lies and think that, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's uh, common sense. Ridiculous. Meanwhile, in reality, this is not reality here in America. But I wanted to touch on an interesting point brought by this this journalist, liberal journalist guy, independent journalist, Glenn Greenwald, f- f- co-founder of The Inter- Intercept, but The Intercept hates him. And he's not Christian. He's not even really morally straight, I guess. Well, I don't have to guess that. <laughs> but anyway, he's, he's talking about... Uh, uh, Zelensky begged Westerners to get offline and go to Ukraine to fight. Zelensky, the unChristian president of of the supposedly Christian Ukraine, fighting with the supposedly Christian Russia, but they're communist Christians. Are you can be a Christian? Can you be Christian communist? Uh, I'm sure there are good reasons. Most different. He most didn't. He said, "Sure, there are reasons. Good reasons. Most diff most did not. I don't know what I'm... What, I don't What even know what I'm saying. Uh, he said. talks about the delusion. He said that there's an interesting state... Interesting... Uh, situation in which people are calling... People who oppose this war... Between... Oppose at least... Taking sides in this war between Ukraine and Russia... As cowards. People are calling you cowards if you don't support Ukraine, right? But they're not going over to support Ukraine. Glenn Greenwald makes the point. The reality is Ukraine has little chance to expel Russia from much of the territory that Russia now occupies for months or years to come. And now Ukraine is fighting with terrified conscripts. Conscripts. Who are trying to flee Ukraine is being destroyed, and the only ones benefiting are Raytheon, which is a government military contractor, right? CIA, and, which is Central Intelligence Agency, and BlackRock, which is another military uh, contractor guy, group, right? Conscript, to enlist someone compulsorily, typically into the armed forces, conscripts. Um, a person enlisted compulsorily who is compelled, forced to uh, fight. You know, Ukraine banned anyone over 60, between 18 and 60 from leaving their country, except for Jewish people over there, I guess. And he shares this article. Let's see, where am I? He says, Ukraine should be free to fight as long as they want, but it's a fact that Zelensky is using an increasingly unwilling conscript army, not a volunteer army. You know, I've had Dylan Burns on my show saying, oh, Ukraine, the Ukrainians are a proud people, and they're really fighting for their independence. Well, some of them are fighting by f- because they're forced to fight. Did the American Revolution, did we use conscripts? Maybe. I don't know. Did we force people? Did we use the draft? When we did the American Revolution, not we, because you and I weren't there, but uh, he shares this article from Euro News from January 9th, 2023 AD, Euro News with AFP, French outlet. It says, I was afraid of it. And it's quoting somebody. I was afraid of it. The Ukrainians dodging conscription, draft dodgers fleeing the country. In Ukraine, Russia's invasion triggered patriotic impulse by some Ukrainian young men, right? But Ukrainians are refusing to fight despite societal pressures and warnings from authorities cracking down on draft evasor, evaders amid a difficult counteroffensive. Ivan or Ivan Ishenko volunteered to fight against invading Russian troops, but after a month of combat, he was willing to pay thousands of euros, or they're pronounced oiras, I'm, I'm told, something like that, and risk prison to flee the front. Before I went to, where, to war, I thought I was a superhero, but all heroism ends. I'm assuming he's speaking in Ukrainian or Russian or whatever they, language they speak, right? Where when, when people see war with their own eyes and realize they don't belong there. I saw someone being shot near his spleen. The pain was crazy, he says. I saw a severed head. Sorry, kids. Ladies, gentlemen, faint of heart. It all built up. I didn't want to see anything else. Crazy, huh? Very interesting. So that, that war stuff, and we're enabling that. We're enabling that. We, not you and me, I don't think. But the people in charge of America and uh, stuff right now. Pretty evil, I think. Pretty evil. I guess I'll have to f- cover this Baltimore Tech CEO murder details another day. They're pretty horrific. I guess I gave you a her- your horrific story for the day this... Uh, what that guy witnessed as a Ukrainian soldier. Um, I'm only, I'm going to end in five minutes, guys. Remind me. I got to get to John in Kentucky on the line here. John in Kentucky. Kentucky John, thanks for calling, man. What's up?
10: Remind yourself, man. You remind <laughs> All right. Yourself. Yeah. Hey, uh, remind so me. you were talking about Satan's lies a second ago. Yeah. And then the other guy called about race, being like black and white. That's okay. One of Satan's lies. That's one of Satan's lies. You're not white, man. You're pink. You're pink and red. You're trying to oh, get under my think, skin. It won't work. <laughs> you look sunburned too. I was just watching you. You look like you sunburned. Uh, but that's a, okay. That's the truth. That's that's Satan's lies, right or wrong?
1: No, it's not kind white. of irrelevant. It's it's uh, it's a petty argument to get into, isn't it? Satan white
10: supremacy. That's white supremacy. Well,
1: that's a, that's another one of Satan's lies. Mm, see, look, no.
10: See, it's white supremacy because you're not actually white. It's that social construct of white being supreme and black being inferior. That's why y'all gave us that name so you just keep us down. You gave us a negative. You gave us a negative, negative name.
1: Black is beautiful. Black is mighty. <laughs> no, you don't know nothing about black. I <laughs> don't know nothing about black.
10: Whatever, man. But, but that's true, man. That that's what I call for because okay. that's one of Satan's lies, man. We're well, not black and white.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, John. Uh, I brought up a point about after he- hearing from Mead from the beautiful South, who was all caught up in defending the this, this Southern history and the so-called lost cause thing and saying that that's a leftist lie. Uh, sometimes the stuff that you're identified with is not something that God cares about at all. And so you're caring about something that Satan is has you... Caring about, and that's not from God. So well, it's, it's, a, a oh, it's always thing good, good to watch. Then. It's always good to watch yourself and your uh, inner emotional, not manly reactions to uh, things. So it's somebody, israel so,
10: Israelite man. What's that? I said it's a good thing I'm an Israelite man. Oh yeah, why is that? Yeah, cause, because because I, I know that whole entire book. It's about us, and you know, every time y'all go to it, y'all are the children of the lie.
1: Oh. Not for y'all; it's for us, man. But do you get all puffed up on your ego when uh, when somebody ever you ever get puffed up on your identity as an Israelite?
10: P- puffed up? Yeah. Oh, puffed you mean, up. You mean kind of pride?
1: of pride, pride, but not the not the godly kind of pride, but the false pride. <laughs> Now, you ever catch yourself just, getting all irritated and uh and prideful and arrogant over your identity I used to as an Israelite? Think, I used to
10: think I was proud to be black, but that yeah. wasn't true. So when I found out I was an Is- Israelite and all the stuff that I learned was a lie, then yeah, I got pride about it.
1: Was it uh, manly pride or was it was it uh petty pride?
10: Man, it ain't petty, man.
1: <laughs> I'm ex- I'm excited about it. Okay. I'm
10: excited about it, and uh, to the day that I die, I'm gonna always be proud. I'm gonna teach my son and my daughter who they are, and uh, they're not gonna be submissive
1: and stuff. You know, they're gonna be proud. So. All right. Yeah. I, I don't look at that as petty. Right. No, I mean like, uh, you get caught up and get into some argument that if you were in your right mind, you would be like, think back. I'm like, why did I get into that argument?
10: I mean, people like to go back and forth, so.
1: Right. I mean,
10: I don't see any problem with that either.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for your call, man. It's good to hear from you. Take care, John. All right, man. Five minutes, all right. All right, bye. (laughs) Guys, this has been the Hake Report. I got to end on time because we have Joel Friday TV coming up. So uh, enjoy this AJ Gallardo original Hake Report theme song. This is a new thing because we got to keep we got to keep some strictness on our JLP network. Enforce it. So adios, America, um, and bye, and uh, see you tomorrow. Hopefully, nice. <laughs>
2: The Hate Report, la la
1: la. Your last super chats will be read tomorrow if I am live, which I should be. Thank you guys. I see you being enlightened till I rise and others. Right on. Adios, America. Joel Friday TV, coming up next. Have fun.
2: Oh, it's the Hate Report, the Hate Report, la la la. Oh. Uh-huh. The hate report, the hate report, la la la.